Okay, we are on Mem Aleph Amabez all the way on the bottom of the page, the beginning of the third parak, sorry, fourth parak of Mesachas Ksubas. And says the mission as follows Naira Shinispatata Boshta Upagma Uvaknasa Shahavia. Right, so Naira, who is, who's had, uh, had been seduced by a man, so what happens? So the the payment of her boshas, her embarrassment, pigma, pugma, her, her the damage and the knas all go to her father. Vatsar, bitfusa am the uh and in a situation of tfusa, which we we call ones, um that also goes to her father. So am the bedin if uh, and, and by the way, why why using the language of, of tfusa now? It's a good question. We've all, all we've been all along using the word vanusa, but um, but Rashi points out that tsar betfusa, that tsar nami laviha banusa. Right, the tsar goes to her father. Also, the language the the amount for tsar, if it's a case of onest, goes to her father. And what tfusa tfusa is the lashon of the Gemara because right? because the because the, uh, the of the pasuk in the Torah because the Torah says lashon the kra v'tafsa v'shachavish v'shachavima. Right, that he that he grabs her in that way, so uh, fine. So all those things go to the father. So um, Amdabedin. So what happens if they come to Bezdin and about what happened? They accuse him of what he of of, of these actions, and then Achilamisaaf and the father had not yet died when they came to um, to Bezdin. So Harihin Shalaf. So then they belong to the father. Meisaaf. But what happens then if the father dies? Harihin Shalachin. The money actually goes not to the girl herself, but to her brothers. Why? Because the brothers are the ones who are the are the yorshim of the father. They would yorish whatever belongs to the father. So they already the bedin, and then uh, and then he dies. So then the money goes. The money that was designated for the father now goes to his sons. Lo But what if they had not yet even stood in in bezdin yet, and the father dies before they even got to bezdin? So that and that belongs to her, right? So then the money belongs to her in in uh, in that case because the money at that point again was never you know uh, they never stood up in Bezdin they never were ready the Bezdin never determined the money goes to the father yet so uh, at that point she's in, she's on her own so the money now belongs to her. Um, okay, what if they? Uh, they uh, already went to Bezdin and she had not yet, yet become a Bulgaris, but she wasn't yet 12 years and 6 months. Harihin Shalaf. So then they belonged to her father at that point, still. Mesaav, Harihin Shalach. And again, if the father dies, so then again, the money would go to the brothers. Lo speak mo bedid ad shebagra. But if you didn't get to Bezdin until she was now already a Bulgaris, Harihin Shalatzma. So then the money goes to her because at that point she's already a Bulgaris by the time she's already in a, you know halakhically an adult already before you know by the time they get to the Bezdin so the money goes to her Rabbi Shimon no Rabbi Shimon says no Im lo speak legabos ad sa'av so he makes a distinction it's not a question of Amida Bedin right when they actually went to Bezdin but it's a question of whether they actually collected the money yet right, so he says if they hadn't yet collected the money ad sa'av and the father dies so then the money goes to her. Why? What's the distinction? Point being, the fact that, right, the fact that they, 
we're in the Bezdin, isn't enough. Like a Rashi, Rashi is Rabbi Shimon Omer, the bottom Rashi in the page. Rabbi Shimon Omer, even though they already went to Bezdin. Right? If the money is not yet his to give to his children in Yerusha, why? Right? Because the, the, the money hasn't yet been in his hands. So it's money that is coming to him, but it's not yet in his hands yet. He hasn't yet been coming to the money. So therefore, it's according to Rabbi Shimon at least, um, all the way until they actually collect the money, the money isn't yet the father's. And therefore, um, and therefore, um, it still belongs to her. Okay. Rabbi Shimon talking about both cases or just the second case? Rabbi Shimon is talking about. It sounds like it's going back on our original, our original, original case. Rabbi said, "Am the then, then it goes to the father, right? And if he dies, then it, then it goes to the brothers. But if they hadn't yet been Omer Bedin, until the father dies, it belongs to her. So it sounds like Rabbi Shimon is saying, on that original case, right? Um, I'm not asking, my question is not, when were they Omer Bedin? My question is, when were they, when were they go for the money? That's what it sounds like. He's making a distinction between that Amida Bedin, certainly according to Rashi, is not enough to make him Zoha in the money. The money has to actually be in, be in his hands already. Um, okay. Uh, continues the mission. But the distinction Shim would make is that even though generally he cares about actually uh, acquiring the money, right? And so in the case of the of the onus mifat, that it has to have to be, they have to have been go over the money, have to actually collected it. But when it comes to Maisa money that she makes, or actually says, Maisa any money that she makes while her father is alive, right? Rashi says, Kagon, any money she gets paid for her, for any work that she does. So that's still, Maisa still goes to the father in that case. Why is that? Right? That's the Allah. Allah is the moment that that money comes into, into being. I mean, she has been, right? The moment that she has uh, made that money. So then at that point, it belongs to the father. And it's not the same thing as, as a knas. Right? As opposed to knas, which is not, not, uh, isn't considered mon- money right? of, of his to acquire until they at least go to, go to bed. Because we know that when it comes to knas, is, if he's more than the knas, if he, if he admits it, so then he doesn't have to pay it. So, the, so, the, so you know, even, even the... Uh, it sounds like this distinction, isn't just according to Rabbi Shimon, but it is even according to the Chachamim. There'd be a distinction between um, uh, the, the money that she makes for her work, right, which goes to the father immediately as soon as she earns that money, as opposed to the, uh, the money that comes, comes her way, the Knas at least, through, uh, through, a, through a, you know, Hamad Abedin, or, you know, actually being... Uh, you know, actually collecting it, but the point being that in either case, the Maisiyadeh goes to the father directly, immediately, uh, you know, uh, because that, that is his zuchos, the father's zuchos, automatically to, uh, to collect the money that, that is coming towards his, coming to his daughter because of work that she does. Okay. Okay, so says the Gemara's files. What, what are you teaching me? You're not teaching me anything new. Tanina, we learned already in the Mishnah before. Right? We learned just a, a couple of uh, before this. I'm a fata, no sin, shlosh, dvarim, va'onus, arba, arba. Right, we learned before that a mefata gives this, the guy who seduces a woman gives three things, and the onus gives four things. Right? Um, uh, a mefata knows in boshes, bagam, uknas, 
most of love onesh and those in the lavia. Sorry, yeah, she knows that it's a lavia. So we we already have mishnah that told us all these things that the mafat gives three, the onesh gives four, etc. So, so so what's the chiddush? Says the gemara, no no no, it's rechle lavia, right? Or lavia it's rechle, right? Um, no, it's what what the chiddush is that you're giving it to the father. Okay, so what do you mean? Lavia nami pshita. That's already that, that that's also obvious that uh, that they give it to the father. That's that's something we know also. right? And why is that obvious? Because the case the Mishnah gives, right? If you notice, the Mishnah's example was Nairish and Ispatita, right? That was the original case. So why is it give the case of of Mifata? Because the Ila Atzma Amayaev, right? Mifata made daita of it, right? If, if the example of Mifata is specific, because the case of Mifata is that she. And to a certain extent, she's agreed to do this, right? She's agreed to the activity. It's not something that's being forced upon her, right? So if it's something that, that she's agreeing to, right? So then uh, if, if the money's coming her way, she's not going to get it, right? Be- why? Because she, she's the one who agreed to it. Not paying her for something that she, that she agreed to. Paying the father because she was seduced and she, you know, at only a certain age to understand, etc. But the bottom line is, if, if, it's coming, if the money comes to her, that's something she did knowingly. So the money's not coming to her. So the, so the chiddush is that it's uh, that it's going to that goes to the father because she uh, you know uh, even though it's something that she knows that she's doing, okay. So but the gemara says that, that's also not true. Yeah, um, uh, Sorry, sorry. So so says the gemara. Fine. Um, so so sorry. So it's not a chiddush. Why? Um, it's it's obvious because they gave the example of, of mafata. So then again, so what's the chiddush? So answer the gemara. No, am the bedin it's You know the chiddush is this distinction about hamada bedin, right? That, that nothing happens until the uh, until they actually get to bezdin. Uh, and, and why? Plugged to Rishon Rabbanon to teach me the machlokas Rishon Rabbanon about the difference between hamada bedin versus gavia versus actually going ahead and, and collecting the money. That's the one case that's actually a chiddush. Okay. Um, um, and just to, and just probably just to make that last point clear, when we mentioned that Mishnah Lamates, so the Mishnah Lamates, when we said Hamifate, right? So that was the, the uh, you know it starts with Hamifate and, and then changes to Onus. But the point being that that case there over there, that's where the you know telling me Mifate, you know, is is part of what is driving home the point that the money goes to the father. So um, fine, and that's why that's why it's not a chiddush here to tell me about the father. Fine, okay. Okay, so now it says the Gemara. Tanan Hasam. We had a Mishnah. And what did it tell me? Anasta Upatisa Esbiti. So a person, a man claims you either, Rashi points out, it's one or the other. Right? You were Ma'anis, my daughter, or you were Mefati, my daughter. Right? Vuhu Omer, and the guy says, Lo Anasti, Vlo PCC. No, it's not true. I didn't force her and I didn't seduce her. It's not true. Then the father says, Mashbiachani. The guy says, Fine, so I'm going to make you take a Shavua. Right? That that is, that that uh, that that you're telling the truth. They didn't do anything. Ve'amar amen, and he says, okay, right. So he he says amen. The amen is kilo. He takes the shvua. Ve'achakach hode, and then afterwards he says, you know, it's true. The whole thing's a lie. I really did do it. Okay, should have thought of that beforehand. Before he took the shvua, but fine. So now he's mode. So what happens? So chayiv. So so the Tanakhama says he has to he has to not only does he have to pay, but he has to bring. And Chayiv means he has to bring an Asham Gazela. So Rashi. Rashi says, Anasta Upitisa, right? 
oh, Pitisa, right? You did not, he did both, but he did one or the other. Chayef. So after this, when he goes ahead and he's, the guy, you know, the father made him take a shua, he took the shua, and then he was moda that the whole thing was a lie, he really did it, and he, and he, and he, and he lied when he took the shua. So then, Chayef, Karen, Vichomesh, right? Vi'asham, im hoda acharechen. Right, so he has to pay, you know, uh, what he originally owned, and then another twenty percent, and he, and uh, and he has to bring an asham for being moda, right? To, to what that that he that he lied, right? And that's vizehu asham gazelas. It's called the asham gazelas. A person who took a took a shvua that he didn't owe some that he didn't owe somebody money, and it turns out he really, then he admits that he did. He has to bring the asham gazelas. Okay, so the the bottom line is that the Tanakhama says he's chayev for the asham gazelas, and Rabbi Shimon poter. The Rishimim says he does not have to bring an Ashim Gazelos in that case. Why not? So Rishimim Poter, why? She'enu v'shalim knas al piatzmo. So I'll tell you why. Because the money that he pays, the knas, right, he never would have paid it if he would have been moda, right? So in this case, what happens? He originally, the guy says, this is what you did to my daughter. He says, no, I didn't, right? If he would have originally said, yes, I did, would he have to pay the knas? No. Right, because motor pekanas is pater. You would have paid the, the fifty, the fifty, you know, chamishim uh, kesef. You wouldn't have to pay, right? But what happened here? In this case, the guy says, "You did this to my daughter." The guy says, "No, I didn't." He says, "Take a shvua," and he says, "Fine." He takes the shvua, um, and now he's now he's moda. So the question is: So Shimon says, "You don't have to pay. You, uh, you. Th- this is money you never would have paid if you would have just admitted it in the first place." The chamim clearly holds. Yes, you do. Why? Because once you took the shua, now you were chayav to pay, right? Or once you took the shua, now you're you're lying about you know uh, money that you owed, and you really did all that money. So therefore, now taking the shua changes it, and the money is like money that you, that, that, that you, that you owed all along, right? Look at Rashi. Rashi says she'enu mashan knas api atzmo, right? The reason Rabbi Shimon always don't have to pay because you wouldn't have had to pay it. El api edim, you would have you only paid if there were edim who said you did this, right? Um, Right? Come on. Since if he would have admitted originally, even if even later on, he's potter. That's not the same as, because Asham Gzelos is in general, for a person who lies about owing money, and then he, he takes a shua about it, and then it turns out that he, that he, that he, that he lied, that's when he pays the money. That's, that's when he has to give the Asham Gzelos. But here... It, you know, Rashi says he didn't really lie about money that he owes because it's money that he never really would have owed if he would have if he would have been mowed in the first place. Fine. So, uh, um, so Amrulo says say back to Rashi Shimon, Alpha Bisha Enu Mashalim Knas Apiyatsa. You're right. He wouldn't pay a Knas, but because he admitted it, Alpha Mashalim Boshes Begam Apiyatsmo. Right, he still would have paid the Boshes and Begam if he would have admitted it. So why should he not have to? Uh, Pay up. Look at Rashi. So it turns out he actually did. You know, uh, there's still some money he would have had to pay. So why is he not bringing the korban? He, in the end of the day, he did um, admit to lying about money he was going to have to pay. So look at Rashi. Rashi says, will come in the first time of the Rabbana. Later on, the Gemara can explain the Kasavre stam towing anasta lo tavu el begam. So he says, so the, the Chacham is going to say, because a Stam, we're going to talk about it, we'll see it. A uh, person who says you, that you were Ma'anes, they're not going after the Boshes Begam. They're really, uh, you know, you know that's, not, that's not really what they're going after. We'll see what that, what that means when he, when, he, when he talks about it. So the Gemara is going to ask now, Abai is going to ask Rabbah a question about this case. Maybe we'll stop here and we'll uh, pick that up.